Saludos a toda mi gente. Greetings to all of my people. We are here now on episode three, mentorship and sponsorship at Los Fundamentos Podcast. I want to take a quick second to thank everybody for tuning in to the second episode where we talked a lot about relationship building. I really appreciate all of the questions, comments, feedback, concerns, all of those things. Um, they helped me deliver better content. So I really appreciate it. I hope that you guys can con continue to deliver that content and continue to deliver that feedback for sure. I really appreciate that. Um, I thank everybody for tuning in and, and giving me their, their thoughts and insights. It really, I really appreciate it as I, as I go into this endeavor, um, something that I've never really done before and trying new things and seeing what sticks, seeing what doesn't. So each week, you know, and each, uh, topic, I'm going to try to spice things up a bit, throw something in there and see um, if it sticks and see what you guys like, see what you guys don't like. Um, but today, I want to really talk to you, to y'all about mentorship and sponsorship. And so for me, man, listen, spot mentorship is, is a next level game changer type of thing. Um, you know, if you can get the right mentorship, if you can get the right coaching, the sky is the limit. Um, because everyone has that potential. Everybody has that opportunity to be great and to do great things, but it's about, are you in the right system? Are you in the right place? Are you being coached the right way to, un to, to, to tap into that potential, right? To, to break through, um, and do the things that you dreamed of to do the things that you would love to accomplish. And so for me, I think mentorship is just super important because, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for mentorship. And so all of the things that I like to talk about on this podcast is something that I have genuinely taken advantage of because of my circumstances or because of the people that were put in place um, around me and near me. And so uh, mentorship is, is something that I think, honestly, a lot of wealthy people have been able to do um, year after year, you know, generation after generation, just because of the access that they have and the resources that they have. And so it's just very easy for folks with a lot of wealth and a lot of connections already to continue to build off of that wealth and that connection. Um, and so that's something we talked a little bit about before in terms of that relationship building. But more specifically today, we'll talk about mentorship and sponsorship. You know, we want to talk about the difference of both. But for me, um, mentors, it, it depends on kind of like what you're looking for. And so today I'll break down a couple of different types of mentors. And, you know, for you, you can kind of identify what are some of the mentors that I already have, what are some of the mentors maybe I need to get on my team to take me to that next level, to escalate me to that next level. I promise you that if you put this, these five mentors on your squad, plus, you know, that sponsorship that I'm going to talk about, you're going to have a heck of a college career. Um, and you're going to have resources that by the time you finish college, that you you know, you, you didn't have before, but it's going to put you on the next level, like I said. So um, definitely tune in, definitely be keen about the, the these five mentors and, and the sponsorship that I'm going to drop on you. So what do you, what do you think mentorship is? Is it something that for you is some old guy kind of like telling you what is it to do or um, some person like coaching you, like, I don't know, um, you know, through, through a, a game or through a sport or something like that. Uh, you know, I want you to kind of take that mentorship, that idea of mentorship that you have in your head and kind of break it down um, and look at it this way. Mentors in your, um, 
you know, in your life, they're going to serve as coaches, but they're going to serve as coaches in specific realms and specific areas. And so it's great if you have one mentor, but identify where, what does that mentor do for me? What space does that mentor occupy? And how is it that I can now find more mentors? Because no one, you know, you're not supposed to have one mentor. I mean, if you do, that's fine. But the more mentors you have, the better. There's no cap on how many mentors you can have. And so, you know, the idea is to try to your best of your abilities to find that mentorship for you that fits um, what you're kind of looking for. And so, um, you know, think about what specific areas, right, that you're thinking about, um, whether that's your business, right, you're trying to start a business, whether that's um, academics, whether that's different realms or different fields. Think about what is it that you want out of that mentor. Um, you know, do you want, uh, you know, specific guidance? Do you want someone with a specific style, right? You have to think about what is it that you want from this mentor so then you know exactly what you're going to be going after and what you're going to go um, look for in that person. And so what is it that you want out of a mentor, right? I need you to really ask that that question to yourself and sit with that for a little bit, Um because it's it, you can't really go looking for mentors if you don't know what is it that you necessarily want. Um, you have to you have to know you have to kind of answer that question for yourself, and then you go from there. Uh, you know things that you can get out of mentorship is stuff that I talked about before, but you know to break it down, connections, right? You're gonna get um, connected with that person, but now you're also you know semi part of their network too, as a mentee of them, um, and they can put you on in different areas and in different um, you know, places that maybe you, you weren't able to move before because you didn't have access to that. You could get job offers. So you can get opportunities to either intern or get full-time or part-time jobs at different areas, either on campus or off campus, right? Um, you know, as I'm talking to college students, um, you could think about it in that way. You could think about uh, mentorship. The things that you can get out of it is, is pretty much a person or a relationship that is always going to constantly push you to be better. Right, push you to be um, better than you, than you were before in that space, in that area, in that part of your life. And so, how you know powerful is that? How how much more powerful can can it get than that? You know, when you look at mentors and you look at people in your life that are constantly pushing you and constantly challenging you to be better and better and better, it's because either you know it's because they believe in you, right? And belief is a strong thing because no, I, I personally don't think that there's an that, that you don't lack talent that you don't lack the ability to do things. Um, but sometimes you lack that belief, you know, that belief in yourself that you can get that thing done. You know, and um, when I talk to students or when I talk to people in general, sometimes, you know, you try to be humble or people try to talk to you and be humble and be like, yeah, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do this or I'm trying to do that. Like, it's that vocabulary, it's that language that's so important, you know, because if you're saying I'm going to try, I hope so, you know, you have that intention to fail. You know, you have that that your your cop that cop out. You're not fully 100% committed, and so changing that language for yourself and saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna provide this service, or I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna set these these tangible goals, these smart goals." That's what you want to get to, um, in speaking those things into existence. And so a mentor, right, is gonna breathe that into you. Um, a mentor is gonna continually do that for you and push you in those spaces um, that sometimes you, you know, you're not really pushing yourself in. And so breaking down mentorship into, into six parts or five parts. So the first part I'm going to talk about is that peer mentor. So that peer mentor is a mentor in your life that is kind of on the same age as you. It might be, 
maybe two, three, four years ahead of you, um, or it could be the same year as you. But a peer mentor is somebody that has a certain level of skills that um, and, and, and that has been able to navigate maybe that same area that you're in um, in a successful way. And so think about a peer mentor as somebody, maybe an upperclassman when you're in college, right? An RA or another student leader that you may look up to or you might think is doing good things on campus. Um, a peer mentor might be somebody that, you know, is excelling academically or socially on your college campus or a peer mentor, you know, even in your job, right? A peer mentor, uh, one of your peers at your job and your workplace that has been doing or been able to do things uh, that is higher than, 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 than other folks. And you're like, man, I want to get on, you know, I want to be on that level or want to connect with that person because that person knows what they're doing. And so a peer mentor is somebody that can understand and empathize with your struggles because they're in the same position as you. And so finding a mentor that, that is your peer um, is definitely something you want to do. Cause sometimes people think, right. Like I mentioned earlier that, that mentorship is part of like this old guy that's telling you what to do and what not to do. But nah, mentorship is not like that. You know, mentorship comes in different forms and different faces and different places. And so when you think about it, peer mentor is one of the most successful relationships that you can build um, because that person can give you firsthand experience on how they're navigating um, their own challenges, you know, and they're very probably very similar, if not the, almost the same challenges as you're navigating in those spaces. So peer mentorship is that one. The second mentor to look at and to look for is that academic mentor. And so that academic mentor, it could be, again, it could be a peer, it could be a staff member, it could be a faculty member, it could be whomever. But that academic mentor has a certain level of expertise and knowledge in the field that you want to go into academically. And so when you look at an academic mentor, it could be a peer tutor or it could be somebody, you know, that's an upperclassman in the major that you're looking at. But that peer, that academic mentor is, is someone that is going to be able to push, push you in the right direction in your major. So they might be able to tell you exactly what classes to take um, to be on the right track to graduation, right? That's super powerful because you don't want to be taking extra classes that you don't want. You don't want to be taking classes that are going to, you know, deter you from graduating on time. Uh, so an academic mentor is going to be invaluable in that type of area. And so finding an academic mentor, major key. Breaking it down now to a cultural mentor. And so for a cultural mentor, you want to find somebody that, that has the same kind of background as you. That's come, maybe has come from the same places as you, has come from the same areas as you, maybe it has the same nationality, ethnicity, or religion as you. But a cultural mentor is someone that can relate to you on that level, um, especially for my students, you know, or students that that I've worked with. Uh, having a cultural mentor is huge. Like when you go, especially to a predominantly white institution, um, and you might be the only person of you know of whatever, the only person of color in a room, the only person that's Latino in a room, the only person as Muslim in a room, um, the only Jewish person in the room. What whatever that might look like in the room, uh, it could be pretty isolating. And, you know, when you're going through that by yourself, uh, you start maybe having those feelings of doubt, right? And that language starts creeping in where you're talking back, you know, you're talking just down to yourself or you're, you're facing that imposter syndrome. You're facing that, uh, you know, those feelings of doubt, like, do I really belong here? Can I really do this? And yes, you can, you definitely can. Um, and having a cultural mentor is going to be able to um, show you that representation matters, right? So someone in that space that's doing the work 
um, that looks like you or has come from similar backgrounds as you, so you know that you can do it too. So you have that representation piece, but that person is also going to be there to provide some emotional support as well and be able to maybe speak in the same language, right? Like you talk back at home or with the same slang or, this, you know, the same nuance. Um, or you could talk about, you know, th different cultural elements, right? Maybe um, things that are going on, pop culture, that really when you try to talk about it with uh, your other friends, they might not understand or they might not have the same, um, un you know, understanding or context for what you're talking about. And so having a cultural mentor for you to chop it up in that way can also be, you know, that emotional support that you might need. Um, so it might get you over the hump. So cultural mentor, super dope, super important to have. So that's your third, you know, the third mentor. Fourth mentor, right, is that career mentor. So that career mentor, right, is is different than the academics. I want, right, to take a quick second to separate your academic track and your career track. Those are two different things. They're not the same thing. And so you can major in, you know, for me, for example, let's use myself as an example. I majored in English literature. Um, I'm not a writer. I'm not an author. I'm not an English teacher. Uh, you know, I work in higher education. I work with college students. And so my, my undergraduate major doesn't directly relate to my career. Um, but yeah, I do utilize a lot of my skill sets that I learned as an English major in my day-to-day -day life, um, working with college students for sure. And the training that I got, um, in my undergrad definitely helps, but there are two different tracks. And so understanding a career mentor or finding a career mentor can help you um, understand the differences between that and then also talk to you about what is it that you want to do when you grow up, right? Like that big question when you get asked as a kid, like what is, what is it that you want to be, um, you know, when you become an adult, you know, an, an adult, quote unquote. Uh, and so that career mentor can, can help ask you those right questions, um, can, can talk to you about different paths that you can take can connect you in different fields that you might not even know existed. So for me, um, I didn't even know that I can do this job when I graduated college. <laughs> I didn't even know this job existed, even though I was going to school and I saw other people do this job. Um, I didn't know exactly how to get there. And so how do I find that? So finding a career mentor is going to be able to help you walk those steps um, and, and, and take those steps that you need career-wise. And last but not least, I want you to find a personal mentor. So a personal mentor is someone that um, can do a little bit of everything, right? It's probably maybe a little academics, a little career, a little culture, a little peer. But a personal mentor is going to be able to give you that real talk that you desperately need sometimes. Um, and for me, when I talk about, you know, peer mentors, or when I talk about personal mentors, uh Man, like th those are some those are the folks that are giving giving you that real talk when you need it the most. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had those heart of hearts with, um, you know, my personal mentor of like, yeah, I'm, I want to be doing this, but I don't know, or maybe I maybe I shouldn't, or maybe I can't, um, you know. And that person really saying saying the things that I need to hear at that time to make sure that I get my you know get my my ass in gear. To be honest, um, there's no other way better to put it. Uh, but that personal mentor is also someone that can help you when maybe you, you are feeling a little too full of yourself, right? Like you feeling yourself and you think that you're too good, you're too nice and you start slacking on some other things. That personal mentor is going to be able to make sure that when they meet with you, they can give you that real talk and say, Hey man, like you slacking on this, like, yeah, you're doing great right now. Or you're doing good in these areas, but you, you, you forgetting about this piece right here. Maybe you need to focus on this piece a little bit more. 
and that personal mentor might you know, you know will be able to have that really heart heart felt conversation with you uh, and was going to get you to hear what you really need to hear. And so those those five mentors right there, I mentioned academic, career, personal, cultural and peer. And so when you break down mentors into that, those five areas, right, I want you to ask yourself, do I have one of these? Um, more likely than not, if you're listening to this, you probably have some type of mentor um, or you probably have found somebody in your life that that provides mentorship in one of these five roles. But it's probably unlikely that you have all these five mentors in your life. And so if you don't, it's 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 really important to all right, how is it that I find those, you know, and, and find those gaps? Maybe I have an academic and a career, but maybe I don't have a cultural mentor. Maybe I have a peer mentor, but maybe I don't have the other four. And so how is it that you're filling those gaps and developing a good plan to do that? And so I often get questions from students and from other people, too, is like, how do I ask somebody to be my mentor? Like, that's mad awkward. <laughs> um, some people find that awkward, like, oh, yeah, I want you to mentor me. Like, how do you have that type of conversation? And so honestly, it depends on kind of your style. But, you know, there's a couple of different tricks and a couple of different suggestions that I have for, you know, if you're looking at trying to find that mentor in your life. First things first, there has to be some type of relationship. And so you either um, are a student at that institution and that person works there. You either have, you know, cross paths with them because you work with them in, in different capacities on committees or um, on conferences or something like that. Like there has to be some type of relationship there. Because if you just ask somebody out of the blue that you never met, if you never talked to the mentor, you like, yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be awkward. Not saying that you can't do it, um, because there's definitely people who've done that and who've reached out and and are confident in their own abilities to do that. Um, but that's not for everybody. So um, I would say like start with somebody who you have a genuine relationship with and that you've spoken with um, you know numerous of times, right? And then I want you to just schedule a meeting with them. Just hit them up, be like, hey, I really want to talk with you. Um, these are certain things that I really want to make sure that we can connect on and we can talk, you know, on a regular basis as possible. Um, and the reason I say that is because sometimes you might find somebody that's really dope and that you want to be mentored by, but that person might not have the time or the effort to give you, um, or they might see mentorship in their own way differently than you might see it. And so you want to ask them like, Hey, is it cool if we could chop it up every two weeks? you know, once a month, you know, once every other month, whatever you think is it that you need and how often you need it, um, establishing those boundaries, establishing that time frame will be able to help that person say, okay, maybe I could do this. This is a commitment that I could get myself involved in. Or maybe this is not something that I can do right now. And I could just tell them, you know, straight up. And so when you, when you're reaching out to that mentor, you're reaching out to that person, establishing the boundaries and the you know, what you want, what you're looking for them for, like, right, you're looking for them to be a career mentor, a cultural mentor, a academic mentor, and then establishing that time commitment, like, how long is this going to take, um, or how long, you know, how much time is it going to take on a week-to-week -week basis or, or, you know, timely basis, and so, you know, breaking down that time, super important to helping, you know, break down um, and making it a lot easier for you to, um, you know, to, to, to ask those questions, so, you know, break, when you break that down, um, you ask them, you ask them that. The other piece, too, is be ready to um, hear some real talk, right? Like that, once that person accepts your request and is like, yeah, I'll be your personal mentor. Yeah, I'll be your academic mentor. Um, 
you know, now is now you have to deliver. You have to show up to these meetings, right? You have to show up to their office or their virtual Zoom calls, right? Um, you have to answer their, their calls, their texts, and see when they're available and work on their schedule. Um, and then you have to be willing and, and ready to listen to kind of what they're offering you. And so if they're telling you, hey, you might not be on the right track, or hey, let's talk about this new opportunity, or how do we shift your focus, um, or how do we work to improve on these other areas, like you have to be ready to take that feedback because that feedback is coming. Especially if, if you ask somebody to be your mentor and that person is doing what they're supposed to be doing and you know is doing that work, they are going to 10,000% be giving you that type of feedback. Um, and so you just got to be ready and you got to be on that time to take that feedback. So um, those are three things that I recommend, uh, you know, getting yourself prepared for when you ask somebody to be your mentor. So those three things are, are important. And then I wanted to break down a little bit about sponsorship, right? And talk a lot about sponsorship because it's not something that um, a lot of people think about, um, but it's so important in developing, um, you know, mentorship and also gaining opportunities. And so when I think about sponsorship, sponsorship to me is someone who is able to put your name out there, um, you know, in circles that you're not a part of, right? So let me repeat that. Somebody, right, who is in different circles that you're not a part of that can put your name out there and get you connected to different opportunities. And so a sponsor, let's say, is someone who, let's use an example of college setting, because, again, we're talking mostly to college students. You're a college student at your college campus. You want the dean, the vice, the vice, uh, uh, you know, president. You want those type of folks to be your sponsor because they have a level of access at the institution that not many people have, and they sit on meetings in meetings um, that are very important. And so they can provide you, or they can shout your name out in these meetings, probably you know, these scholarship meetings, maybe right. It might be an opening for a scholarship and they say like, hey, we don't have a lot of applicants because that sometimes happens. And they might say, who do you think would be a good spot scholarship recipient for this? And because they have a relationship with you and they're going to be your sponsor or they're sponsoring you, they might throw your name out there like, yeah, you know, I think, you know, Jamie is a great, you know, be great for the scholarship. And then suddenly you're getting an email from, you know, the vice president's office about like, hey, we would like you to apply for the scholarship. We want you to come pick up the scholarship. Right. Like that's that's powerful to have that type of sponsorship um, and to have, and to, to build that network to be able to get that sponsorship because that doesn't come just because you exist. You know, it comes because you're putting in that work and you're developing relationship with mentors, right? And we're building on that conversation that we had last week about relationship building. We're building on those relationships um, and we're showing people that we're quality, you know, that you're, that you're a quality person that you have, skills and resources and the work ethic to deserve that sponsorship all right so if that's that's something that you're thinking about man i really would love somebody to sponsor me here or there um you want to uh start putting in that work so people start recognizing you and putting that work out there for people to see and so sponsorship definitely a big piece of sponsorship is someone who is in rooms and in spaces that can get you access or can get you different opportunities and will shout you out for free, like they, you're not even paying them for free. They'll just shout you out. Uh, so that is a dope um, thing to have. And you're not, you don't just have one sponsor. You can have multiple sponsors. And so 
Um, how is it that you get sponsors, right? How is it that you get people to sponsor you? Develop relationships with people that can can uh, get you opportunities in, from different spaces. So I would recommend, right, when we talked about last, last week about relationship building and now when we talk about mentorship, I want you to look at your mentors and um, the relationships that you build as people that could potentially sponsor you and sponsor your skill sets and put you and, and shout your name out um, and, and look you out. And so that's, you know, that, that's something that you have to really look at. Who's in your circle? Who's the, the folks that you have in your circle? How can I get those people that can sponsor me in my circle? Um, or can, how can I connect with them and show them that I can do this type of work? That's something that you want to focus on and do. So that's one era, level of sponsorship. Another level of sponsorship is someone that's just willing to straight up pay for you. Like straight up say, you know, here's 50 bucks to go to this event. Or, you know, here's $150 to register for this nonprofit organization that is going to provide you leadership development or skill development. So someone who has financial, like who, someone who's financially capable of, foot, of, you know, footing the bill, so to speak, and paying for you to take advantage of some of these opportunities. And this is why I say sponsorship is so important because we, you know, I'm speaking from my own experience as a first generation Latino male college student. I didn't necessarily have a lot of money to be out here doing these things. Like I could, there was no way that I could take off time from work to attend a conference or to attend a leadership development um, seminar or to drive to different institutions to, to listen to other people speak. And so when you think about sponsorship and somebody being able to cover those costs for you, cover the transportation costs, cover the hotel costs, cover the registration for um, these different conferences costs, that money adds up. And so you finding sponsors out there um, that will be able to foot that bill is going to be able to be a game changer. And so, yeah, there could be individuals, like I mentioned, people that will be willing to shout your name out in these circles. But sponsors can also be specific departments. They could also be specific um, businesses. They could, they could be bigger than just one person is what I'm trying to say. And so, um, you know, I'll use an example for, for me. I was a person who was superly involved in undergrad, um, and I was really involved as a RA, as a resident assistant, resident advisor at my institution. And anytime I got a crazy idea to do something, I know ResLife didn't really have that much money. They were like, "Yo, we, we you know, we could we could give you, you know, fifty dollars, but we can't give you the three hundred dollars that you want for this big idea." So then, what did I do? Is then I started pulling money from different places that I had connections with, the people that would be willing to sponsor me. So I'd go to the president's office and be like, hey, you know the type of work that I do? You know the things that I want to get into? Like, I would really love if you sponsor this event. Or if you can not sponsor the whole event, sponsor part of the event, and, you know, I'll put your name on the flyer, or I'll give you recognition at the beginning and the end of the event, or, you know, find different ways um, to get them to, to really want to sponsor you in that way. And then, you know, move from there. Talk to different relationships with different people. Like, oh, listen, I'm missing like 50 bucks. You know, can you sponsor this or you can help this out uh, or help me out in these different areas? Like, you'd be surprised how many people would be willing to throw money your way um, if you have a really good initiative, a really good idea. So don't let that, don't let money stop you from doing dope things on your campus or in, in, in life in general. Because um, if you have a really dope idea, you have a really dope, um, you know, work network and group of people around you that want to support you. You know, you go out there and you ask for that support and, um and you'll be surprised. You'll definitely get that for sure. 10,000% you're going to get that support.
So that's sponsorship. So we talked a little bit of today about mentorship. We talked a little bit today about sponsorship and the importance of sponsorship. Um, you know, something I know another question that I get a lot that I wanted to answer, kind of throw out there is, you know, how do I find these mentors? You know, yeah, Albert, you talk to me about all these different mentors and all these different sponsors, but then how is it that I can find the people to do this? Um, where are they? And so if you're a college student, look no more than the people who work at your college campus. You know, your your faculty, your staff, your administrators, there are people on that campus that will be willing to, more than willing to, if you are willing to put in that work and you, you know, you're 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 a student who has been doing the right thing, they're more than willing to you know, make sure that they mentor you and they sponsor you in, in different ways that they can, right? Um, if you're not in college and you're out of college or whatever the case may be, um, find mentorships different in different spaces in different places, right? They could be at your job and your institution. They could be the networks that you have on social media. They could be beyond that. And so that's whether, you know, whether you're on campus or not, the day, the, there's a, you know, the game has changed with social media. The game has changed now. And so you can have digital mentors. You can have digital, um, you have mentors on a digital space where maybe you've never seen him, seen them before. You never heard them before. You never talk, you never talked to them before personally or had coffee with them, but you know all of the research that they've done. You, you know, you've studied what they, the things that they've said, the, the talks that they've given. You, you've done all this type of research on them. And so you know them on a digital level. And so you could connect with them on a digital level. You know, you slide in the DMs and hit them up and be like, hey, you know, I really love the, the work that you're doing. I really would love if you'd be my digital mentor or chop it up with them. You know, the worst thing that they can say is no or leave you on red. That's the worst thing that they can do. Um, but the best thing that could happen is that you now develop a relationship with somebody over the Internet uh, that, it, again, is going to be able to put you on that next level, is going to be able to enhance your skill set, is going to be able to, um, you know, put you in different spaces that you probably weren't a part of before. And so... You know, shoot your shot is what I'm going to say in terms of in terms of that. Just shoot your shot. Um, you know, you, you'll be surprised about how many people reach back out to you and want to show you love and want to help you out. Um, and so check out, you know, check out social media, check out Instagram, look up the hashtags, uh, you know, look online, Facebook and LinkedIn and all these different social networks that we have now and find, and you know, you'll be able to find those folks, you'll be able to find those mentors. If you don't feel like you have them on your college campus, or you don't connect or you don't relate to the people on your college campus or at your job or whatever current institution you're a part of right now, go online and find those spaces um, because you'll be able to find groups. You know, you'll be able to find um, social media groups that target that specific audience or that specific thing, that niche that you're looking for. Um, you'll be able to find Facebook pages, Instagram pages, um, Reddit threads, probably. Like, there's just so many. Uh, there's just the information is, is out there. Just be willing to look for it and willing to put yourself in those type of groups. Um, that's the important part. And so, if you're willing to do that, and you're willing to put yourself in that work. You you know you'll be you'll be ten thousand percent fine. And so, yeah, how to find mentors? Those those are a couple of different ways to find mentors as well. Um, but I'm looking at the clock. We've we've running out of time. We've actually over thirty minutes today. But I want to appreciate if you're still listening. You're still with me today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for um, listening. I hope that you're able to, not hope, but I know that you took something out of this conversation. I'm going to use my own advice against me. I know that you took something out of your conversation if you're, if you're still here today um, and listening right now. And I, and I know that um, you'll be able to contribute and pass this on to other people too that will need this as much as you did. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. Hit me up at um, thealverhernandez.com. That's my website. Or at my Instagram, alver underscore Hernandez. Tell me how I did um, to give me feedback. Also to throw in questions if you want a different topic or a different type, you know, some questions that you want me to answer one week. I'd be happy to um, dive in and do that. So whatever the case may be, just shoot me a message. That'd be great. And I'm going to drop it right now. There will be a surprise guest next week. Um, and we'll be talking um, using, you know, we'll be using their experience and we'll be kind of doing an interview with them. So next week, it will not just be me. I promise you there'll be somebody else. So if you got tired of listening to me, um, you'll have another voice then on the next podcast. So that's just a little um, special shout out and a special plug for next week. So thank you again for tuning in. It's not I said a lot of times, but I'm closing out. Um, remember, palante siempre palante. Keep going, keep pushing, keep grinding. Peace.